Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Yes, you can text the show on 81215. You're right, you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. And, oh, well, all right then. You can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You've taught me around, you silver tongue rascals. <laughs> so, uh, here we are again. Hello. Here we are again, happy <laughs> as could be, all good friends and jolly good company. Should get that would have been better if it had been like a jingle. That would be nice. Rather yeah. than having to do it live. Yeah, well. I don't know. Keep jingles live. That's what I say. That's, uh, that's what I was have telling you. Got that Christmas sticker on your Christmas. guitar case. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Do you remember when Absolute Radio gave out free guitar cases to its um, associates? I think it might have yes, been before my time. I'm not sure they would want you to share that with people. <laughs> well, I think it was it was before the credit crunch when okay. when money flowed oh, like wine, didn't it? But then what was in the guitar case? Sweets. It's true. It was like a, it was a, a, a sort of, of promotional gift. So that it wasn't full of sweets. All right, partially it, full. It had like I think it had three chocolates eclair, toffee eclair. <laughs> right. Frank's manager got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got. I mean, Match. my manager got a guitar case. What's he going to do with that? I don't know. As it was, he bought a baby giraffe and turned it into a cot for it. Maybe. <laughs> Fifteen so, percent uh, of a baby giraffe. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, Oh, I'm just having a bit of a scratch. I've, You're um, right. You've got an itch, though. I've, I suddenly, whenever the show starts, I get a bit itchy. Yeah. I wonder, I'm starting to wonder if it's nerves. The itch came back. <laughs> the um, itch came back and the mother to desire. <laughs> so, um... I think the phrase, the itch came back, is in a children's story. <laughs> yeah. That I read sometimes. Yeah. What about when I got nits as an adult? Did you? Yes. Oh, I'll probably that. get them soon. I yeah. lied and I said I had children. Because uh, the thought of having to purchase this shampoo with shampoo. a big beetle on the front. Did it have a beetle on the front? Yeah, had a big beetle. Paul McCartney. He said, how many children? <laughs> I said, two. So, so you had to <laughs> buy two bottles. Boy or girl. And I thought, why is it any of your business? But I didn't. I realised it was to do with hair length. Of course. Uh, I said, yeah. boy and a girl. I'm probably going to get them soon, aren't I? Because mm. children are, let's face it, a reservoir of disease and infection. Yeah. Yeah. Most teachers, I think, go down with stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all right. Occupational hazard. God bless them. (laughs) (laughs) um, I've I've had a bit of an outing this week. Have you? No, not that kind. Oh. No, I went... (laughs) I I do love the musical theatre. I do. I went went to Cologne. Oh. uh, I spent 22 hours in Cologne. As the song goes. Yes. I, uh, I went to see the cathedral, basically. Oh. With, with three other comedians. Oh. We went on a quest to see Cologne Cathedral. Was this being filmed for some kind of no. reality show? No, it was... We paid for it ourselves. Four funny guys go to Cologne yeah. Cathedral. Four, faith, there are four are mop tops <laughs> who change the world. <laughs> there are flimsier premises for TV. Oh, God, I'll say there is. <laughs> Winton's Wonderland. Made <laughs> <laughs> in Britain. <laughs> Um, but no, we went, so we just went because we decided we wanted to see Cologne Cathedral. you got to have lovely. some beauty in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stick say? around here. Yeah. Um, did you, how long, did you stay overnight then? Yes, we got, we, we hired an apartment. This is getting a bit sleazy if you don't mind me saying now. <laughs> no, it was, it was all right. And, uh, 
I, I wasn't even sure if I'd been to Cologne before, but um, I liked the cathedral a lot. When we got there, when we arrived, we decided to get the tube into town. Oh, yeah. Because they, they have an underground. Is it called something else, though? Le Tube or Le Metro? It's Germany. Is it? Mm. Yeah, Cologne. <laughs> Das Tube. It's better, it looks more like it. Das Metro? <laughs> I don't know what the... Die Metro? Yeah. There's always that moment when, when you're asked for your passport when you arrive in Germany. Oh, yeah. Passport, please. <laughs> <laughs> Did Memory. anyone at any point say, das is verboten? No. Or papers? <laughs> no. Um, I'm, I like Germans. Um, they, I think they're much better looking than the British. Do you think? Male and female, generally speaking, mm. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it can't be helped. It's a great <laughs> advert for sausage, though. Isn't it? Huh? Yeah, More sausage, that's sausage the answer. So when we got to the... You know, it's difficult when you're in a foreign country. You go, you go up to the ticket machine for the tube and you don't know... And a, oh, la- yeah. a lady came up to us and said, where are you going to? And we said, we're going, we're going to go to the, uh, to the cathedral. Mm. And she said, um, OK, so before tickets, blah, blah, blah. And just did the whole thing for us. Mm-hmm. So I was really impressed mm. by Never get that. In it. And then she said, uh, you don't have a euro for me, do you? And uh, oh. I realised that she was like um, a, a, a begging lady. Oh. And this was, this was part of her thing. I thought, what a good idea. Yeah. Rather than just the old handout, uh, you know, the old traditional handout. Perform a useful function. Yes. Sing for your supper. Yes. I mean, what do we, we get a little bit of windscreen wiping, but generally here... Mm. And it really, we we all gave her much more than we would have done. Um, well, I certainly gave her more than, than I would have done if she'd have just asked me. I gave her something. <laughs> I, I don't like the way this story's going. <laughs> if you don't mind me saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still reeling from a begging lady. Not, not least because we started this story with an itch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I gave she her something. Nice. Even the way she asked, she said, if you can spare a euro, if not, you know, it, it's fine. Oh, lovely. So, yeah, we... Uh, I don't think she meant that last bit. If not, it's fine. I think she meant fine. Did she mean fine in a female way? <laughs> if not, it's I fine. I think fine is German for I'll kill the four of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I thought it was a really good idea. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yes, I think it could be the way forward. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Little, just a little service. Mm-hmm. Little service or just something. Something. I was in Mexico and there was a man who um, who asked for money at the side of the road and he was a fire eater. Right. And he was, you know, you know they did the... Um, if you had any spare fire, he'd put no, it on. No, no, he, he wanted change. He wanted his change. It was tra- traditional at, at core. It was a traditional oh, right. begging thing. Mm. But right. he, I see. As part of his, you know, instead of the outstretched hand, he, he, um, he spat fire into the atmosphere. Mm. Ah. Was, was it actually, was it a dragon? No, it yeah. was a bloke. <laughs> I was impressed by that. I've, um... I've thought about... Now, now hear me out on this. Don't condemn me. I'm, okay. just, I'm, oh. just, I'm just kicking around ideas. <laughs> I, I once toyed with... Um, I had, my shoelace was undone, and there was a, a, a bloke by the... By the um, <laughs> I don't think you should continue. No? I, but if I'd have said... Oh, do that for us, here's a quid. That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? That is not bad. Yeah. And it's a very saleable skill, isn't it, the shoelace? Mm, yeah, thing. it is. 
And it's, it's an almost be a badge of honour to have you have the, the knot upside down to show that you've been knotted by someone else that, to show that you were, you know, helping. I thought yeah, you meant it would be a badge of honour for him to tie your <laughs> no, shoelaces. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about it's. <laughs> see, that's the trouble with this country is people see that as demeaning, but it's just a job, just like any other job. I think you should do a daytime show called That's the Trouble with This Country. <laughs> Sorry, Frank Skinner. The trouble is it'd be a very short show, let's face oh. it. Eh? Because you know what? <laughs> There'll always be an England. I'll leave it there. But you get the thing. So, um, anyway, so we went, we went to get our apartment in Cologne. Mm-hmm. And we met the German man, extreme... Now, here's an interesting thing. Extremely good English, the man who ran the apartments. Mm-hmm. Very oh, good yeah. English. You Except- sure it wasn't a beggar? No, no. <laughs> I think you'll find the word is beggar man. That's basically correct. <laughs> beggar man. Ooh, beggar man. Time I lace. Time I lace. Time I lace. And here's a pound piece. Dolly, can you do nine to five instead, please? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just working on my new beggar man song. <laughs> what is it with you people? Don't you like my new material? I'll tell you what, if you're a uh, beggar's tying people's shoelaces for a quid thing caught on, you'd very soon catch me in a moccasin. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> like I'm not getting caught for that again. <laughs> yeah, there'd be people who didn't want them. I'll tie it myself. There'd be beggars hanging off their ankles as they oh, walk yeah. down the street trying to tie it. Anyway, it's all right to say beggars. So. Um, I think one Daisy, begs. can you find out? One it, begs. Then, I mean, hold on, I've got the absolute radio. Uh, apparently, as long as we don't equate them with choosers. Oh, oh good. It's okay, fine. It's lovely. absolutely fine. So, this man... Perfect, German man with immaculate English. Except that he said, available. He really? said that, like, three times. I think he said one of them was availability. <laughs> then he said, available. <laughs> And I know, I don't know why it's funny, but it is it always is. funny. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. But the brilliant thing was, the rest of his English, and he said many other V's perfectly well, but he was, he would not, he would not give in on availability. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder And did he use it frequently? I suspect he did. Well, I, think he, I think he said it three times in, in, the, in a very brief uh, conversation. Right. Yeah. Of course, we all said it for the rest of the <laughs> trip, so we were having an, an availability of a time. <laughs> um, but uh, I wondered if he, you know, like the old, you know, the Islamic carpet maker who always uh-huh. puts in the deliberate. Oh, the intentional um, flaw. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. that, so that it doesn't try to compete with the per- perfection of God. I wonder if it was, if he'd done that. Yeah, possibly. As I mentioned before, um, Beckham's lip. Yes. So that he's not too beautiful. He's slightly um, lazy lip. I'm thinking about what yours is, Frank. The Brits. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, uh, yes, so I was in uh, Cologne. I think the nice thing about going away with um, other men, just men. With the, the, on your follow the bear trip. He's doing uh, a laddie story. Yeah, well, it was not that. Yeah, it's, it's got not a bit that, It's yeah. not that laddie. It's, uh, I, I was able to wear, um, wear shoes in, in the house, which I haven't done for the last three years. Oh. It felt like a real trip. Right, that's his forbidden. <laughs> in our house, Kath thinks if I um, walk around the house, then I'll tread dog excrement in and, and mm-hmm. Boz will rob it into his eyes. And, and yeah. Will this still that. be the case when Boz is sort of 21? I should think, think so. But it's more likely then, because he'll be coming home on his hands and knees most nights <laughs> if he's anything like his father! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
So, yeah, so it's real, it felt like a real bit of rebellion. Oh, you okay, like that, I'll keep my shoes on. Really? <laughs> I quite like the um, crossing of the threshold and kicking them off. It's oh. quite a nice release, isn't it? That, that. Oh, I love a shoes off moment. Yeah, I nice, know what you it? mean. Cause I, I took like, mine off it's doing even that better than, song, uh, It's better than bra off moment. Me too. I won't I lie. agree. Oh, that, that's why Cat's bra is sometimes on the radio. <laughs> yes. By the door. Do you mm. do it, Days? Don't put people on the spot. That's <laughs> <laughs> not something you'd never do. Don't put people on the spot, says Frank Skinner. She doesn't want to talk about her bra on national radio. I do. I li- I, the only reason I take my uh, shoes off by the door is that we don't have carpet in the hallway and I like to slide. Oh, yeah. I like to slide for the first seven or eight oh, feet when yeah. I get home. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and the feet are pretty sweaty at that point. You know, you can slither along like... Uh, like if you if like imagine if, if you was pushing an, an upside down pudding across a table. <laughs> Can I yeah. just say I like uh, your shoes off policy though in your house. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I quite look forward to it. I think oh, I'll get my shoes off and I'll get nice and cozy. Yeah, yes. I, I know what you mean, but I, it's just a bit of a treat. Mm-hmm. I sometimes as well, if someone comes round as a bit intimidated, like when the police came round, Kath did not ask them to take their shoes off. Now That's for me, one law. Yeah, one yeah. For all. <laughs> Thing is, they wear those high boots, and you don't want them in the hallway. Oh, I didn't have high boots. This was not when I was in Cologne. This was. I'm on about back. <laughs> no, I'm in the police. The, the, I'm on those, about the police. They, they don't wear those. high boots. They what do. Kind of, they wear quite what chunky kind of boots. Do you go to? They? <laughs> <laughs> they're not strippergrams. They're proper police people. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Four. They don't wear high boots. They do wear high boots. They do, they're chunky kind of poli- boots. What do you police? think they wear? Mini cab driver slip-ons? I don't think so. They wear, like, black docks, the police. Yeah. Docks yeah. are, yeah. But not, not, they're not, ducks, not 15, so not 15 old high-leg oh, Doc right. Martins. Okay. Wow, it's all getting a bit of specialist interest <laughs> website here, isn't it? 15 old Doc no, Martins. That's the thing we talk about at school. Yeah, he's got these, uh, 15 old Docs. <laughs> if you live a red skin, it escapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, one of no. Frank's favourite books. Is the reason the, that you kept your novels. shoes on in the house in Cologne that you'd asked a beggar to tie them and they'd ton- tied them really, really tight? They'd no. done like a double or treble knot. <laughs> you just kept them on no, the I whole time. I paid a pound to get these laced up. I'm <laughs> damned if I'm going to unlace them. <laughs> no, I actually had my slip-ons on. So hey, we've had a joke about that exact subject. Oh, have we? Ian Angel, one of our regulars. The oh, Ian Angel. The shoe- I think it's Angel. Oh. The shoelace people is just a case of the have and the have-nots. It's, I mean, it's very Nots good. Not with a K. I know, I got, I got that. Good, good. <laughs> Why are you looking to me for reassurance? <laughs> it was a pun. No, but it was a very fine one. It was, I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, Angle, he often takes a scattergun approach to I the punning thing, but on this occasion, he's come good. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've had a um, text from 195, Frank. Hmm? Um, my brother had 15 whole docks and used to think he became well hard when he put them on. He used to threaten me, saying, I will put my boots on and give you a kicking. <laughs> I was gone by the time the laces hit the fourth hole. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's quite a big job, putting it on a pair of 15 whole docks. Going. That reminds me of a joke that uh, I used to... Um, do about myself, uh, you know, being um, a crafty black belt, and I could kill a man with my bare hands and feet. And I got beaten up in the street the other day because it takes me five minutes to get my shoes and socks <laughs> off. <laughs> Excellent, Jack. Sounds like a proper joke. Oh. It is. Like the odd proper joke. Congratulations. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what they've got in uh, Cologne a chocolate museum. Ooh. Oh. 
So um, there's, they have a chocolate. There's a thing called the Chocolate Express, which is a um, a train. But one of, you know those trains that tourists is go. It a chocolate on? train. Yeah, it runs on the road. It was not made of chocolate. Oh. It, run, it runs on the road, but right. you can get it straight there. So it's it. We thought it might be a nice thing to do. So yeah. we said to the guide man who worked there. Um, was he like the beggar woman <laughs> guide man? The guide man. So yeah. t- Tim Key, who was one of one of our group, said. Um, um, what, what's it like, the uh, the chocolate museum? The bloke said, oh, it's too busy, really. <laughs> that was the guide. <laughs> right. So we oh. didn't go. Oh, oh really? Isn't that brilliant? That kind of honesty you don't get mm. in the United Kingdom anymore. I think you might. Do you? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you would get it. Like the negative viewpoint. <laughs> exactly of everything. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't go to the Chocolate Express? No. Oh. Well, it's too busy. It sounds like a very strange, euphemistic Does, conversation. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound that express if it's too busy. Like, well, it's not, the, it's not the train that's too busy, it's oh. the actual museum. The museum. Well, the well, train, to be fair, the train looked quite, um... There was a cluster. Oh, yeah. My, um, my theory about visiting a museum is that you should go straight to the gift shop. If you're going to a chocolate museum, the gift shop would be awesome, wouldn't it? It'd be like a big sweet shop. My theory about visiting any um, point of interest is to go to the gift shop first, mm. because I tell you, is there anything more frustrating than mm. discovering the most interesting thing yeah. you haven't seen it? The thing that's on all the postcards oh, yeah. and on the, oh. on the erasers, and you mm. never notice that. So you want to get a, go into the gift shop, get a sense of what the, the greatest hits of that place is, yes. and then you look oh, for them. Oh, I choose my own hits, thank you. So when you're, when you're becoming endeared by these particular um, play, bits of it, then you know that you've got um, merch no, waiting. No, Frank, <laughs> no. Because, for example, at Hampton Court, mm. Anne Boleyn, it's all about Anne Boleyn, isn't it? She's the trendy one. I go, ca- I go arrogant, as you know. Mm. But if I were to go into the gift you go shop... go arrogant. Well, I go that as well. <laughs> and in this instance, I think that's no, arrogant. Is, is, the, uh, is the gift shop sans <laughs> arrogant? <laughs> <laughs> there must be some ar- ar- arrogant merch. There's a few bits and bobs. I, I just find that sometimes there's little tucked away bits in, in places, cathedrals, and you see them on a postcard and think, oh, I never saw that, and it gets a postcard. Mm. I can't live with myself. So, yeah, I, I would... That's my little tip. We're all different. Not denying I, that. Can I say I love that little picture of you and your merry band of brothers on the uh, on the on the trip? Oh, I just I just showed um, Emily a picture of us on yeah. holiday. Mm. Uh, we're on. Um, are, are you familiar with these padlock bridges? Oh yes. So people, what like the one in Paris? I haven't seen the one in. I've oh, never yeah. seen one before. Uh, uh, the the, cockerel, the cockerels looking puzzled. Oh, yeah. Let me explain. Kind of think if I've been, it's a love thing. There's like a sort of trellis, oh. trellis fence, and people, if they get into a relationship, they choose an interesting symbol of the relationship: mm. a padlock <laughs> <laughs> with the name of the couple on, yeah. and um, and you and you lock it on as if to say we're going to be together forever. Oh, mm. right. No, Would don't you like do that? it. Not happy. I, d- I just uh, it sounds like littering to me. No, yeah. no, it, it looks amazing. Oh, does it? Yeah, oh, fair enough. I like the idea though of a padlock. It's why it's like cutting, you know, cutting the cake at the wedding. Mm. The, the symbol of wedlock is a male and female hand sharing the same knife handle. <laughs> Beautiful. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, uh, what else did I do? Oh, I went to see, I went to a, um, puppet festival. This is in London. 
I'm back in London now. Back in London, doing yeah. his own shoelaces. Yeah, finding his own way. Exactly. Barely taking my shoes off in the house. But I went. Yeah, I went to a puppet festival. Pop I like oh, you trying to be cool. Yeah, I went to a puppet festival. I love puppets, as you know. I know you took me to a puppet show once in uh, Edinburgh. Yeah, it's well. It's long been my view. I've expressed on it before that. Apart from live sport, all of television would be improved if it was puppets <laughs> instead of human beings. It would certainly have made some of the election debates more fun. It would be fine, though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't yeah. make, wouldn't deter from Not it. Not at all. Mm. So I saw a proper old-fashioned Punch and Judy show. Oh, yeah. You know, I think, Naughty, 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 That. Uh-huh. It's, um... It's one of the least politically correct things I've seen for a long time. I mean, it's like, very violent. Extremely violent. I mean, um, the bloke... He like a his, Ken Loach film. Yeah, he, um, he throws his baby uh, just away, and mm. then he hits his wife with a big stick. Then he hits a policeman with a big stick. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, it's, it's very... It's, it's, pro- it's quite grim and uh, realistic. There's a crocodile in it. Right, but um, uh, you, but even not that indigenous that's to the, the UK, sort of mo- not that's indigenous. That's the mighty bush surreal element. <laughs> not indigenous, but in the days when I used to live in um, c- council accommodation and the like, yeah, um, there was always one bloke in the block who With had exotic pets. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know that bloke who had inappropriately <laughs> exotic pets in a small flat. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of uh, that worked for me, the, the crocodile. But it was um, and there was a policeman in it. There's a policeman. Yeah. Did you get a look at his boots? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, to me, it just looked like the human wrist. His boots. <laughs> this is a bit peculiar. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And from a time as well when the most va- valuable working class possession was sausages. Yeah. That was what oh, really yeah. mattered. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to talk about when you used to eat raw sausages. No, I'm not going to talk about Why that. Why did you do like that, that Al? Oh. Everybody did. Oh. They Why? did. I think the rich did then. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I think raw sausage. You weren't alive when I was eating raw sausages. We weren't rich either, in fairness. Which is more than I can say for the things that lived in the sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, small worms live in them. Oh. Why do they live there? It's a rubbish place to live. Enjoy your fry up this morning on <laughs> yeah. Absolute Radio. But if you're a worm, you're going to think, what else should we move into? A a sausage, so- no. yeah. I don't know you if worms to- take on board the concept yeah. of moving. <laughs> well, you want a dead starling, that's what you want. Che- you've got the chest cavity of a dead starling. <laughs> that's obviously the best place. It's virtually a thatch roof. <laughs> Imagine the acoustics. This. The acoustics in a starling's oh, chest yeah. cavity must be fantastic. Yeah, one worm ch- to another. Chats. Easy. Yeah. You can do that thing like the Whispering Gallery in St Paul's. <laughs> if you, you go one end of the rib... The one, one worm at one end of the rib cage, another worm at the other end. <laughs> how, how, you, how you doing? You can hear me. You can hear me. How can you possibly hear me? Unbelievable. As much as I'm enjoying the Starling's ribcage material... <laughs> um, a, I tell you what, it's a, lo- <laughs> it's, a lovely, it's a lovely pub, the Starling's ribcage. I don't know if you've ever um, been in there. Meanwhile, over at the Pyramid stage at Puppet Fest... My chair has, um, has dropped about <laughs> eight and a half inches. From this side of the desk, it looks like you're on your knees to do the show suddenly. It's well, it's very... only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, did I tell you I'm going to um, do prayer for today in the show? <laughs> Did I not warn you about that? I'm sorry. Anyway, I, um, I, I... <laughs> oh, 
It's one of the... I feel weird, da- I'm weird Dan. Radio. I feel, if I sit like this very long, I'm going to get quite a lot of sweat gathered at the back of my knees. <laughs> it was my, a great moment knee. when your chair dropped. I know, li- readers, that you couldn't see that, but it was no. Frank's... I'm calling it his availability moment. <laughs> yes. I'm in, um, I'm in sort of cossack dancing <laughs> pose yeah. at the moment. <laughs> uh, how do I get it back up? Thank you, Daisy. Oh, oh Daisy. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> That's done nothing. Daisy's <laughs> pulled a lever and nothing's happened at all. Oh, that's made it go lower. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not great radio. Oh. But I, I, I'm looking up now like a child looking up at the counter in a sweet shop, <laughs> looking up at the microphone. I'm surprised you didn't still hear me from there. And my voice has gone a little higher. Yeah. I remember when I was in Glasgow doing uh, doing Snow White with uh, Dana. Anyway, um, what shall we talk about now? <laughs> I'm, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go to adverts so my chair can be mended. That's something you don't hear every day. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Ah, this is still Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Neither of them have walked at this stage. <laughs> uh, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio, Webby. I'm, I'm not going, not until I see that you get through the whole show in that low chair state. <laughs> no, no, if the chair... <laughs> there have been amendments been, made to the chair been restored. It's been a bit of fun. Um, I'm, I'm back where I belong. You should have seen when he was on the floor, though. Daisy oh, put me back where I belong. <laughs> it was a bit of a Kim Jong-un moment. Uh, if, if that happened to Kim Jong-un, <laughs> Daisy's head... <laughs> Would uh, <laughs> through in, in, a, in a pickle jar, <laughs> being driven around um, <laughs> Soho. <laughs> um, uh, speaking about where they belong, hey, um, Johnny Depp's dogs have evaded Depp's dogs. death. <laughs> Depp's, Depp's dogs not dead. Um, oh, he, Pistol and Boo. Is that what they're called, mm. Pistol and Boo? They are they, called Pistol and Boo. They got threatened by uh, by the Australian. Whatever he is, Prime Minister. Oh, it be Joyce Agriculture Minister. Minister. <laughs> oh, it was the Agricultural Minister, I think. It's what's, what's the Agricultural Minister got to do with dogs? I think, um, I think he's to do with any wildlife going into that country, yeah. which they take seriously. They take oh, it okay. really seriously, as Appa- you can tell. Apparently what happened, in case you don't know... Oh, sorry, Alan. He, uh, he threatened them. He said, you know, they're not meant to be in this country, and, um... They came in on Johnny Depp's private jet. Yes. And, uh, consequently, they mm. didn't go through the normal quarantine, so there's two mm-hmm. dogs in the country potentially carrying uh, foreign diseases. Yeah. And i tell you exactly what Barnaby said. Said, if we start Joyce? letting movie stars, even though they've been the sexiest man alive twice, <laughs> to come into our nation, then why don't we just break the laws for everybody? It's a good point. Well, is it? A I good like point? his inadvertent PR though. There, I don't yeah. like it. I tell you what, I don't like. If there's something that I find in people now and again, is that absolutely desperate need to be unimpressed. Mm. by celebrity and stardom. I can imagine so you not liking that. I don't <laughs> care, even if you did win Rear of the Year once. Yeah, but it, exactly. But Yeah, but it is. People who try that hard to be unimpressed have got to be impressed, otherwise they wouldn't even think? be thinking about it. I quite mm. liked that. I just thought he was being dry. No, he's thinking, I'm an Australian, so I have to be very dismissive <laughs> about those which other people are impressed by. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you, Jason the Ass Medic. I don't care. <laughs> yes. 
I think you could argue that Johnny Depp and his uh, current part- partner Amber Heard are so attractive. That oh, they, I love that, that you know that. So not just the fame thing, but so good looking that they mm. they are indeed above the law. You think? Really? I think you can get, if you're good looking, are you above the law? I think if you're really good. I mean, I once saw <laughs> David Gandhi doing over a post office. Oh, yeah. And all I could think was, look at those eyes. He didn't even wear a ski. I didn't that's that's what I thought. When I, I saw uh, the police. I thought, fair enough. When I saw Mahatma Gandhi, I thought that. Peas <laughs> <laughs> um, in a pod. <laughs> I think he got off on other grounds. Good legs, though. Stur- also, Sturgeon I mean, liked the legs. Officially, he didn't break in. He was able to slither under the door gap. <laughs> which is not not actually breaking in, so I don't think they could have done um, the Mahatma. Matt, I always called him. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Old pals were you? Matt Gandhi. <laughs> Matt Gandhi's on the phone for you. Put it on, tell him I'll, uh, tell him I'll call him back. I'm having my dinner. Um, uh, Matt, how you doing? <laughs> Hungry, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh he did six weeks to low MG. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. I mean, he, he, he forgot the five days on. <laughs> That's what happened to, to Matt. <laughs> Oh, you dear. can't call him Matt. I think you could, I bet his mates called him. I think they no, called they it. Didn't. I think they called him Barpu. His friends. Right. They did actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I know because I read my experiments for truth. You don't see much Barpu since they've stopped taking dogs into pubs. <laughs> no, well, you don't in Australia now. No, definitely not. Anyway, Bar- <laughs> Barnaby was not happy, was he? Also, as they came in on not. the private jet, shouldn't the headline have been "Dep Jetty Dog"? Deputy dog. Deputy dog. <laughs> That's good. That's really Is it? good. Oh, but it's better than ones I saw. <laughs> what were they stuff like? Who let the dogs in? Oh yes, they love that one. Who let the dogs in? Yeah, they didn't. I'm going to keep doing it. They didn't really cash. No, it's good. They didn't really cash in on the uh, on the de- dog um, thing. No, I, the, uh, the falls. I feel yeah. his pain though. I once threatened to kill a dog. It's uh, it's true. We were having a picnic. It's true. We were having a picnic in Dulwich Park, and I picked up a piece of chicken, and a big dog ran from like my blind spot behind oh, me yeah. mm. and ate my chicken. And this guy wow. came over, bit of a sort of a wimpy character that wasn't in control of his dog, and he went, "Oh, sorry." And I said, "If your dog eats any more of my food, I'm going to kill it." And everybody that I was wow. at the picnic oh. with looked like you're a bit mad, Alan. But I was frightened, and it had eaten my chicken. You shouldn't well, just what eat did a man's the chicken. Say? I don't know, I don't think he said anything, he just walked I like on. that you wow. said that, you went a bit Liam Neeson in one but of those films. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will find just like you say, and I will kill you. I don't consider myself a hard guy, but this was I in, do. This yeah, was in Dulwich. already mentioned the black belt in karate. <laughs> exactly. And, that, <laughs> and then you just said you were going to kill someone? Uh, no, yeah. I killed a... I mean, God, I, it's like doing a radio show <laughs> with British prisoner Charles Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> you get the butter out. Just just like that. Oh, dear. But it's an interesting story, that, the dog uh, taking the chicken. A- another anecdote that benefits from the if that had been Kim Jong-un. <laughs> um. Absolute. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Pistol and Boo. <sighs> oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, um, I don't know why... I don't know why people name dogs at all. What why do, do they? Mean? Why do they do that? You mean they should just call it dog, like well, Columbus? No, dog. no, not call it anything. Well, what should They're, they call it? You don't have to call it anything. They respond just to the tone of your voice. Don't they? So if you go, ah, <laughs> ah, but that's just as much come. effort. In fact, that's more effort. It'll come. Than not giving it a name. <laughs> yeah, but you can, you know, you do anything. <laughs> ah, hey, 
if he's playing up. Why bother with words? They don't understand words. But wouldn't God they just come whenever you make that noise? Whenever you make any noise, then the dog would always be there. You don't want the dog arriving <laughs> no, when you. It's the tone. That's the calling tone. <laughs> See, Whereas... that sounds very similar to the tone that you might make when you take your shoes off and slide in the hallway. Oh, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I For go, me, it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's very hard to beat Shep because I love the old. Oh, I beat I beat <laughs> Shep on many occasions. <laughs> I love the old school names. Mm. What is there anything worse in life than when somebody names their car? Oh no, yes, when they put that. lashes on the lights at the front. Oh, yeah. Some well, ladies do I that. Can, I can live with that because I can't. Uh, I but can't. The, when people say, "Oh, I've parked um, Lucy in front of," oh, I mean, yeah. even oh. even. The, the third doctor when he had when he had Bessie, I used to wince a little bit. What's this? A uh, John Pertwee's uh, oh, yeah. doctor had, had named his car. Well, in real life, the actor. No, no, in in the in the in show. The show okay. But I, I, a named car. Mm. Ooh, mm. even Herbie. Mm. <laughs> oh, Herbie's so, all right. Just call him. Uh, <laughs> still <can't. laughs> Do you think? Do you think that should also apply to children as well? No, children understand words eventually. Okay. Okay. Dogs. True. I've never <laughs> known a dog live old enough to actually pick up the language. <laughs> they always <laughs> at least say available. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it was a bit much to threaten the actual dogs, though. To say like, if you don't get the dogs out of Australia by Saturday, we're going to kill them. Hold that on, hold like... on, hold on. From <laughs> the man who said, if that dog has my chicken again, I'll kill it. Yeah, but I, that so... was in the heat of the moment, and it had eaten my dinner. It oh. wasn't, wasn't about paperwork, was it? Can I agree with you wholeheartedly? Because the by Saturday, it's a bit high noon, isn't it? <laughs> by sundown, I want those dogs out. Yeah, and really, you should have said, you know, if you don't get your dogs out, Mr. Depp and Miss Heard. Mm. Miss Heard. Miss Heard. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Depp said, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> said, Miss Heard. He said, what did you? What if they just kept that off before the bloke got it? <laughs> that was part of his defence for not having the right paperwork. Oh, that reminded me. I, went, I, was, I was going to a, a, a dinner at um, Warwickshire County Cricket Club and I got stuck on the motorway mm. and I was late. And the chairman of the club's called Dennis Amis. He's a, a, a fab, really lovely bloke and a brilliant, he was a brilliant batsman in his day. Mm. Played for England and stuff. And he's called Dennis Amis. And he said to me, um, oh, God, what happened? And I said, I was, there was, I was stuck on the motorway. I said, um, I don't know. I said, what? But I said something was um, a, a miss. <laughs> he said, what was it? Like an accident or something? <laughs> I said, no, I don't know what it was, but I said, there was definitely something uh, amiss. You didn't say it twice. Or more, I said it more than that. He said, yeah, but what, what, did you not find out what it was? I said, I'm just saying there was was something amiss. And he said, yeah, but what? You didn't. It's one of those when you didn't find out. And I stuck with it. And I didn't explain it, I just left it like that. (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, if I stuck with it, as if you need to tell us that you stuck with it. Oh, it was, uh, it was... Very, very bad. I'd, I'd have just handed the dogs in. Because yeah. they wouldn't have killed them. They couldn't have killed Hold them. Hold their bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Just hand... I said, OK, we've brought the dogs in. Do what you want. They just couldn't have done it. That's what you... That's the way to play. Am I right? I say, am I right? Unless, of course, Vanessa Paradis now working in Australian <laughs> customs. <laughs> in which case, she'd have put a spade through the pair of them. Absolute... 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 Radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. 
we've we've had a text in that I would uh, I would happily discuss. I have named my satnav Mavis. Is that okay? She sounds mm. like Mavis off Corrie from Chris in Bingley. I suspect you two are against that. Well, it's a bit different that because it's actually um, referring to a sort of a person mm-hmm. who did exist. Yeah. Who seems to be emanating from the inanimate object. I think my wife and I have uh, called a satnav Devon in the past because it had one of those sort of American accents, you know, like, turn right at the next junction. Like, <laughs> oh, you sound quite nice like when you do that. So what did you call it Devon? Because he sounded like an American guy that would be called Devon. You know, there's certain American guys that are called Devon. <laughs> no. So he just went for Devon. What <laughs> are talking about? He's, ne- he's never been outside the UK. Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm um, shooting to Mexico and Cologne <laughs> just this morning. And Stansted. Or maybe that was on his way anyway, to Cologne. Anyway, I'm fine with, I'm fine <laughs> with the satnav being called Mavis, and I approve, okay. actually. And as it happens, as the unelected... Well, I don't think you can use that anymore. As the... Frank! As Why the, was it... As the unelected motoring correspondent on this show, mm. I also yeah. have to tell you um, that I did my um, speed awareness course. Did you? Recently. Not just that, I did two courses in the same what day. What was that for? Is that drunk so driving? Of lo- <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't yeah, do it. it is frank, isn't it? That's got to be something you're made to do by the police. <laughs> Come on. That's what, the speed awareness? What, next should we you started, started those high boot rumours? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I got caught. You know, I used to do... Uh, you know, we talked a long time ago on this show about things we don't believe in, and you said fainting, and I said average speed cameras. I thought they were mm. made up, like TV licensed. Oh, yes, I remember bands. you saying that. Well... Guess what? What was mine? Fidelity. (laughs) (laughs) I was wrong. Um, Turns out average speed cameras both do exist. They actually exist. Oh. (laughs) 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 Frank's just done a pretend thing. Either that or his chair's really collapsed again. Uh, What he's done is a bit of a Terry and June sitcom thing. It's like when the daughter says, You're pregnant, what? and spits the tea out. <laughs> yes, exactly. He did a comedy quite a fall. good fight. Was it a good fight? It was quite yeah, good, it was yeah. Good. It was good fight. Why did it look good? Because every other one you've seen was false as well. <laughs> <laughs> but here's an embarrassing thing. I uh, I was on the average speed camera uh, I was on the speed awareness course because of a thing that was then used as an example of ignorance on the speed awareness course. Drink driving. No, that's okay. that's a proper <laughs> violation, and yeah, they okay. wouldn't like just do a day, one day well, course. Alan Partridge, they wouldn't do a one day course for drink driving. They, of course, like, they take that pretty seriously. That's twelve years. Of course. Course. Certainly, in, that. certainly in towns and cities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Countryside codes different. Thank no. Here's the thing. I uh, I thought average speed cameras measured your Love average speed. So if you went really slowly, I thought it's fine to make it up. Yeah. When when you've gone through the slow bit. Yeah. I got done for 57 in a 50 in the middle of the night on the way home from a gig in Cardiff, and then the guy said, oh, we had one woman here that thought if you'd gone slowly through a period in the average speed cameras that you could make it up, and so she'd gone through... Well, why call them average speed cameras yeah, if well, you can't do that? Thing, and this it's was a news flash good. to me. <laughs> they bought a job lot of not very good speed cameras. Average speed cameras are also <laughs> speed cameras. They... If you go through it at 57 in a 50, you get done for breaking the 50. Newsflash to me. But why are they called average speed cameras? I agree, but I couldn't bring it up because I would have looked like a fool Nixon. in front of This is like Frost Nixon. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't get the truth out of him. But I feel, no, I'm telling you Maybe you, you can't the truth. handle the truth, Frank. I no, feel like I'm doing right. a civic duty now to broadcast to the listenership that average speed cameras are also speed cameras, everybody. So watch out. <laughs> 
But why are they called average speed cameras? <laughs> well, that's just if they're, if they're for just one example of speeding during the course of that part of the motorway. Why, it don't make no sense, Mr Obes. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Uh, we've we've had a text. Morning, my mum and dad call their satnav Helga as she's German and strict and sounds like Helga from Hel- Hello, Hello. Uh, I nearly yeah. said Hello, Hello. I like that you nearly corrected a them. <laughs> a different programme altogether. Mm. Um, Wonder what happened to uh, Helga from... Uh, Hello, hello. Google that. Maybe when I we're playing it. She's dead. She's dead. I can't face it. I don't want to find out she's dead mid-show. It's going to drag me right down. <laughs> so anyway, I did the speed awareness, and uh, and the two gentlemen that presented it were very keen to presented dis- it. Yeah, there, there, well, oh. I suppose it's like a day's. Is it? Like, are you like, there for how long? You no, there it was for? Like a half day. I think it was okay. one till five. Um, is it like cycling proficiency? Yeah, but for people that have been caught by speed cameras that they thought were average, <laughs> um, so, I was trapped. So what kind, what's, trapped what's the sort of makeup of the um, of the clientele? Well, I think they're Thuggish. all. No, I think they're all people that have been caught people by in a rush. Sp- speed mm. for speed cameras. They're busy yeah, people. people. That have just either you know they've they've driven too fast at some point in yeah. their lives mm. when their speed cameras caught them. Mm. But they start the thing. By I've saying, never driven too fast. No, they say, we're not the police. We're not the police. We are not the police. We've worked with the police. We're traffic investigators. We've done a lot of education, but we are not the police. It's at the point you go, all right, we get it. Why, do they, the, why do they feel they very to keen, say that? Very keen to distance themselves from the police. It's the boots thing you've put around. Yeah. People I think are, it might be that. Do they wear high vis? These characters. No, but they, they wear, do high wear heels. They, <laughs> they wear pretty much what you'd expect. You know, suits no, I wouldn't expect anything. White what shirt they? and a tie, oh. that kind of if stuff. If I was the police, I wouldn't be that chuffed that they were so keen to. Distance themselves. Yeah. No, us. I don't know if there were any police on the course because we never got to say. Well, what no, we did. because I think they've got the blue light thing back. You know, as, as a sort yes, of, they can yeah. always say. But um, there was a period in it where he said uh, they said quite a lot of interesting stuff. I've spoken about this speed awareness course to a few people and they said, "Oh, they're really boring, aren't they?" And I said, "Well, I quite like you it." You were fascinated. <laughs> I found it really enjoyable. Well, it's interesting um, life in the fast lane. No. Oh. <laughs> Lovely fact. Actually, it's uh, it's lane one, and then there's two overtaking lanes. No, that is correct, of course. Yes. Of course. Uh, but he said at one point, he said, I will warn you, this section's going to be death by acronym. And uh, and I thought it was dessert, but uh, I was wrong. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, was he doing a bit of material? No, no, there was a lot of acronyms coming. Oh, um, well, we like been, an acronym we've on been this talking show. about oh, them on the show, it. so obviously I had my pen straight out. And yeah. Uh-huh. Ready for the acronyms. Um, Coast was the first What's that? one. Oh, we can, Frank, Coast you worked that out. Go on. And coast and driving well, terms. Come on, Frank. Uh, come off a side road. Um, <laughs> oh, that's lovely, Frank. <laughs> ten- tentatively. Tentatively. Come oh, yeah. Tentatively. Is that right? Bang on. There you go. Come no, on. it's not. It's not I at all. Always like. come off a side road tentatively. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll have to pull out in front of someone in the uh, in lane it's one. Not. Can I say that should be an acronym if it isn't one? It's concentration, observation, anticipation, space, time. The now, what is the what? What's the driving. what is the unnecessary one? Because whenever they do it like that, yeah. there's a point yeah. where they've got like four, and they think, "Oh, this is nearly coast." Yeah. What, what else can we put in? And then <laughs> they put in like that stroke advert they have. One of them. <laughs> one of them. I don't think I've seen that stroke advert. You've seen the stroke Talk people through it. Yeah, and they got a bonfire on their forehead. <laughs> Bonfire on the forehead, and then it has the four <laughs> stages of stroke. Nothing funny about strokes. I'm just no. talking about the advert. No, but uh-huh. um, 
but they have the four things, and one of them is you think, well, that's the same as the other one. You've just yeah. put that in, so it makes because it, it work. has to make it work. It's yeah. like in a boy band when they have the slightly ugly one. It's not quite that. <laughs> 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 to make what? Well, to exactly. Fill, to fill the place. Oh, okay. But it's, well, there's no there's no optimum number for a boy band. Take, let let us consider wham. Some people would have said too. Do you know few. what I love about you? You're so easy to get along with. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text from six nine three, Frank. Is that Radio Five Live? <laughs> on the subject of average speed cameras. Okay. Thanks, Alan, for your advice on average speed cameras. Alan, spelt with an M. Interesting. Um, my wife and I recently stopped at a service station in the middle of an average speed zone mm -hmm. and were debating if this meant we could go faster on the next bit. Oh, yeah, because you'd really bump your average up during that. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. I thought. We decided we could, but fortunately the traffic kept us to the limit. Mm -hmm. I love that story. I... Um, our sat-nav is called Dora, from Dora the Explorer, by the way. I see how they've arrived there. <laughs> no, it's good, I like it. Could have been Dora Bryan. We've also what had is, an email. What's about naming sat-navs now? <laughs> I see, my difference, I <laughs> never, ever have the voice on my sat-nav. I just got rid, just look on. at the map. Do you? I don't want the voice on. Well, Nugget says, uh, Dear Frank, would you include K9 when you say dogs should have no names, or does he get some kind of robot exemption? Well, he was, I never said robots shouldn't have names, and he just happened to fall into the form of a dog, but in fact he was just a, uh, a robot helper. I like how quickly you went, I never said robots shouldn't have names, as if it's an argument you've had yeah. before, and you yeah. weren't yeah. prepped I like, for this. Like, I like that robots You're going on names. question time, you know what your arguments are. Mm. Really. Oh, yeah. Trust that's me, a question. he knows what his arguments are. <laughs> yeah, woman in the yellow uh, top. Yeah, should robots have names? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a political um, discussion programme. I can imagine Dimble be getting a bit sniffy about it. Yes. Anyway, I'm glad that person mentioned Nugget. the average Sorry, speed Al. cameras because uh, I feel like it was a civic duty of mine. Um, and I've, I've, I've given you coast. Do you want another acronym? Oh, that he yeah. Told us? Frank, you're so good at solving these. He said, look out for yeah. other cars. And that look was out for other cars, out. Frank. We don't, out. You don't have to do out. The, just out. Yeah. Out uh, is after. Um, oh. Out Go on. for cars. Uh, Go on. Well, it might have been look out for parked cars. Well, you can't just change a letter. Look out for parked cars. So, um, over, under, <laughs> and throughout. Very good. <laughs> over, under, through. Oh. You're right. What? <laughs> yes! You can't look through other people's cars. You can. If it's on the horizon and you're looking through it, you could see a pedestrian that's behind it about to step out. It's a, it's Don't a good start tip, finding over, fault through. with it. You've just won well, it. What about well that? Done. I've, I've hit the act in one. And what about <laughs> slow? When you see slow on the road... What does that yeah. mean? On the... Written on the on the ground. You know slow. that I'm in front of you. <laughs> um, oh, is that an acronym? Slow. I thought that you, was a word. This is an, yeah, it is. But oh. he he gave us an acronym for it. He said it was going to be death by acronym. <laughs> is it, I'll, I'll be is honest. It, I prefer death by chocolate. But we'll go with it. it. Same love, other wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then he just sobbed a little bit. Yeah, I don't I know wonder, what. Yeah. Don't I know what he was why, up to. Don't know why he brought that up. <laughs> it's an odd moment in the speed awareness course. Yeah. Same love, other wife. Yeah. <laughs> Was that what it was? I don't know people why threw their keys into a ball at that point. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. That's either. an op message, though, isn't that it? That was swap Same wife. Same love, other wife. <laughs> um, go on. I'll tell you what it was. Go it on. was speed, low, observe, warning. 
Because oh. that's why they're right on the road, because there's, there's a Oh, warning. you don't like that, Frank, <coughs> this, this, this is towards the end of the course, was it? <laughs> and they're starting to run out of acronym. They're scraping the bottom oh. of the acronym barrel. They really are. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I did another course the same day. I mean, what? It's, it's unbelievable. How many courses isn't it? are you doing? You're trying to get out the house or something? Well, what happened was I had the speed awareness course in, and then I'd already had a conversation with my wife about how we should do a first aid course, like a little. It was bumps and bashes. It was. This is John's ambulance. And, uh, yeah, well, we, my wife and bad. I said, "Well, we're um, <laughs> bumps and bashes, bad." Yeah. And then she came round. That's Barbara Windsor's autobiography. <laughs> and so my wife booked this woman Probably. to come and teach us and some other parents from the school a little bit of sort of basic rudimentary first aid. Really? I'm glad you explained this the right way. If you'd have what, said were you to me, Twister? And then I had to do a bombs and bashes <laughs> court. I thought there would be some sort of domestic... This is your no. domestic violence punishment. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. So, so we, did, uh, we did that, me and... and Five mums and the woman came to our house with all the dolls that you do the First resuscitation on. Oh, come to your house. Yeah, yeah. So we gave them biscuits and that, but it's but, like the Avon lady. It just, it sounds a bit Anne Summers to me. <laughs> but there was a very <laughs> strange. With five dolls. <laughs> It was a very strange spot, the difference that I'm happy to say I that I got right and nobody else did. Go on. She said, "What's the difference between scalding and burning?" Scalding is done with water, oh, and burning yeah. can be done with any burning, hot you're on fire. substance. Burning is dry, and scalding is liquid. It's wet. I'm having a great it's, run here. Huh? It's <laughs> interesting that you said <laughs> in that. Because I got it's it. It's a strange thing to do well at. Well, I, I, I took a sense of pride because these five mums that I was with, including my own wife, intelligent women, yeah. and none of them got it. And the woman who ran Kidding the course me. said, "Men tend to get that right, and and older people, <laughs> men and older people, know that." Sorry. I can't believe Frank said I'm having a great run. <laughs> this is the best I've ever done at any... This is like a course. It's like being on a course, on which I'm doing really well. But you know what? I'm half a mind to take a, a B-Tech leisure management. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran on this occasion. You can text the show on 8 12. Eight twelve fifteen. Hold on, I'm giving out the text up. number. <laughs> text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Or tweet us at easy to get along with. Um, um, well, actually, somebody has emailed, and uh, I think I'm being. Um, I'm, I'm the victim of some sarcasm here. Huh? But um, if, if I may say so, some foolish sarcasm. Um, an email has said, average speed cameras work out the speed by averaging the speed of a car between two points, full stop, highly misleading, dot, dot, dot. No. They do That's do that. That's what I thought they did. That's what I thought they did. But they also measure your speed as you drive past them, and if you're over the aver- uh, the speed that is... Because so it's a speed camera as well as an average speed camera. It's a speed camera as well. You made that perfectly clear. I really did, but sometimes you put it out there and you can't... Hey, this is our readers you're talking about. <laughs> you can't this legislate guy for how. This guy took the top, he paid 50p to send that text in. <laughs> now leave it! I think he did it by email. I think he said oh, well, it's sarcasm case, by email. In that case, it can clear off. <laughs> Look at you, with your shirt off, with a beard, talking about driving. It's oh, working. No, oh, no. <laughs> I if tell that, you... If that dog's got some chicken this time, he'll snap <laughs> its neck like a carrot. <laughs> Can I tell you what wasn't working? Fidel. Oh. Now, I don't mean he's unemployed. 
But he no. was out and about this week, and he was. Are we talking C- Castro? Well, of course, Castro. There must be other Fidels. Really? Mm. Well, he was papped. Uh, he was in the Daily Mail, actually. Was he papped in the column of shame? <laughs> um, well, he had a meeting with um, François Hollande. Fidel Winton. <laughs> yeah, it was who? <laughs> François Hollande. Oh yeah, is he yeah. the Dutch Prime Minister? No, Very he's the French. Pre- Very uh, good. Could, oh yeah, I got it. Okay. How do you pronounce it, Frank? I think Hollande. That's okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I love that. But he had a bit of a style fail because Francois or Fidel. Oh, not Francois. They don't have the French don't have uh, style. Of they fails. don't have style. I thought his suit was a little big, but let's pray continue. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he went uh, the he went for a tracksuit. He went Elton. You know how Elton wears the tracksuit? Oh, do well, I? Do I, think, I ever? <laughs> As I formal think actually wear. it was slightly worse than Elton, because at least Elton would have the good grace to wear it over a round neck T-shirt. But he <laughs> Whereas goes what for, did Fidel go for, He goes for the checked the check shirt. shirt. He went Microsoft inventor. Not only checked shirt, <laughs> but bo- button-down collar. Yes. He, he, yeah. he went, they think it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> and, Frank, untucked. A bit Hoxton untucked. I know, it's correct. So we pitch this, a black Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a check shirt with a button-down collar underneath. Yeah. Yeah. And no military cap. None. No. No cigar. No epaulets. Not a hint of a Nice tracksuit, but no cigar. (laughs) (laughs) Where was the car key? Do you know what he looked like? I think it was in the uh, (laughs) middle of the table. (laughs) (laughs) But the other ones. I mean, I know he's of an age, but he looks like a man that slept in and picked up whatever was cleanest off the floor. Oh, yeah. that's Do you know what I'm calling that outfit out? Is... I'm calling that Raoul with the wife. <laughs> I'm calling it Raoul with the wife. <laughs> um, I, I think he's arrived that morning. It's very yes. tempting when you get a freebie to put it straight on. Oh, tempting. <laughs> oh, my Gotham hooded top. Straight in. Yeah. I love that you think the same, you and Fidel. Also, I noticed Great he minds. went for the Mick Jagger, man of a certain age, black platform trainer. He did, yeah. Are you familiar with those? He did. He went for the, I suffer with my feet a bit prescription <laughs> black trainer. Well, I've still got it. He's getting trainer. on now. He's getting he on is. now. Oh, he is. And he, as a young man, he, he rocked a style, didn't he? I loved his, uh, his epaulets. Well, I, I mean, the I, great I thing like about it. his old style, took all the decision-making out of getting yeah. dressed in the morning. I wasn't sure. It was a bit Camden Town vintage shop, oh, his I look. See, I like that. Um, what yeah. do you think about this? I mean, I know obviously Elton's a fan. Daily Thompson, as you may fan recall, of a suit. All yeah, of but us Daily recall. Thompson earned the right to wear a tracksuit at any time. For Sebco's wedding, even for Sebco's wedding, <laughs> <laughs> you can't wear it round the font. Did he wear it? Yes, it's one of my. Fa- I cut it out of the Hello oh. magazine. Oh Some of my favourite pictures ever taken of a human being wearing <laughs> <laughs> a tracksuit at a wedding. Brilliant. What colour was it? Grey. Oh well, smart. Yeah, just smart and For, I'm calling it formal taxi. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, we've got resolution on that sarcastic email that uh, I, I thought I'd been sent. Um, I've, I've just received an email saying, not sarcasm. I wasn't trying to be sarcastic. Sorry, it is misleading. Also, Aww. my car is called Mabel, so I can apologise personally when I drive terribly after passing my test a few months ago. Also, I'm female. No sarcasm. Oh. So, uh, we called her that, he. No, but that's fair enough. And, and I said I'm not sure I'd agree with also I'm female, hence no sarcasm. No, I don't think it was hence. I oh. think it was because we'd said he. Yes. So, I'm... My, my Audi beat Edge's larder. My Audi beat you know Edge from you two. larder. Yeah. Mabel. Mabel. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. what it's called there. <laughs> Excellent. There was an off-roader in Dublin. 
Well, um, as a person who's passed their test a few months ago, can I recommend um, Coast, which is concentration, observation, anticipation, so you can't even remember space it. and time. Space and time is the, probably sure. the two most important. Mm. When I think hear the word coast, though, I think of that Scottish bloke with the long black hair. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, Walking around the country. Long having his hair blown about, standing on the edge of cliffs, saying, This country brings to me feeling... Oh, all right. That is an occupational hazard. I bet mm. the wig blows off and it's Professor Brian Cox. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also had an email, uh, actually a text, uh, that I think I should read to you, Frank, just catching up on podcasts and heard Frank liken Louis van Gaal to Iggle Piggle and nearly swerved <laughs> off the road. I thought I was the only person to notice this. I've sent this observation in split-screen form to several friends within the football world, including some of his own players, only to have them barely muster a faint smile. So glad to know my humour is clearly on a more highbrow level with the professional comedians. There you Jackie, go. There you oh. go. But, you know, the trouble is, if that if he's caught doing that, mm. yes. you have to go on an eagle-piggle. Louis Gall course. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Northeast then. Uh, well, anyway. Meanwhile, you know, over in Cuba. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. the Adidas. Do you re- was this just in Birmingham? When I was at school, we used to call um, Adidas Adidas. Yeah, well, yes, you know, it's I believe the rappers called it that as well. There was uh, My Adidas. Oh, well, there you go. Yes. Can I just say that, you know, the name of the company comes from Adi Dazzler, um, the German man that came up oh, with it. Oh, yes, because I, I know his, about his brother as his well. His brother, Rudolf Dazzler. Was that, I thought it was Bobby. His Rudolf Dazzler <laughs> came up with Puma, so they, they were rivals. Can you believe that? The two brothers, one's got Adidas and one's got Puma. Yeah. Oh, it's, so, like, the, it's like the brothers Karamazov, except it's not. It's so you're, you're the brother... You own Puma, and mm. you haven't got the best sportswear fa- s- company in your family. <laughs> 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 that is an absolute sickness. Yeah. That's where Peter Davidson must have felt when his when his daughter came in and said, "I'm getting married." Who to David Tennant? Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm not even going to be the best Doctor Who at the Christmas oh. dinner. Well, that's debatable. You see, it was a very fine Doctor Who, Davis. Can I tell you... He wasn't having a go. Re- Reebok and Raybok, we had that problem. <laughs> what do the you twi- say? Uh, I say Reebok. Reebok. We, we definitely said Raybok. Really? Are you sure that wasn't yeah. a Birmingham friend? That sounds like a Birmingham thing. No, yeah. well, it's, it is R-A-E. R-A-E. I think we thought that second thing was an A. Did you? Why second did you think that? Thing. And also, I Can still... I be honest? The trainers you bought, the second thing was an A because they were on the market. Oh, that, yeah, maybe they, they were like called Raybok. <laughs> but if you're going to do a Raybok trainer, if you're going to do a phony trainer, you're not going to do Raybok. <laughs> oh, Calvin Classics. It's like Ray-Bock. I looked on eBay and there's a signature, my signature, and it's not my signature, and it's like about four quid. I thought if you're going to fiddle someone's signature, don't do mine. <laughs> you're looking well, at your own signature. Do Hitler? Do Hitler's? <laughs> You had a Actually, quiet week. <laughs> Frank, that's something of a sore point because we had someone tweeting us this morning, Uh-oh. this very morning. This is from Inspector Spot. It turns out I bought one of the copies that Frank could not be bothered to fully sign. Well. It says F Skinner and he said hashtag Frank Scrimper. <laughs> oh. oh. It was like when I got uh, F Bruno, the autograph from oh, yeah. F Bruno. No, well, anyway, I, um, I, uh. Apologise? I'm, I'm buying my own autographs now on eBay. <laughs> because I got caught uh, shoplifting in Beirut this week. It's my only option. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. 
Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. I'm still, and I'm going to be completely honest now, I couldn't put my hand on my heart and say I know whether it's Nike or Nike. Um, I think Nike is the goddess that it's named yes, after. Yes, I think, I think Nike, yeah. I think we all say Nike now, so it's... So you don't know either? I think... That's what that sounds like to me. Well, I think it's allowable. I think Nike... I would say Nike, probably. Oh, right. so, so yeah. already I've asked two people. Mm. One says Nike, one says Nike. I wonder which one you're going to trust. Let's call the whole mm. thing cloth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What Do you remember when the uh, the FA marketed uh, the England tracksuit tops as oh. anthem oh. jackets? Oh, yes! I, I, I love that! <laughs> That was during the green flag period. Oh, fabulous. As if it's a jacket that you put on in order to sing the national anthem <laughs> and then take it off. Didn't I don't think it. they do that anymore, do they? I think they realised it was. Mm. No. When, in the, at West Bromwich Albion in the, uh, in the early 60s, yes. the manager, who was a, a, a rigorous authoritarian called Jimmy Hagen, banned them from wearing tracksuit bottoms in training because he says as professional athletes they should be able to cope with the cold mm -hmm. and this was i think 63 i think it was the mm. coldest winter <laughs> on record <laughs> and he wouldn't let them wear tracksuit bottoms so they went on strike excellent that's the most 1960s story yeah. ever. I know, I remember, them, I remember, remember them on local news saying, you know, we don't, you know, it's not that we don't work, work hard in trading, but, you know, it's, it's when we first start. It's very cold indeed. <laughs> so anyway, um, they settled it. Mm. And then not long after, Jimmy Hagan was driving into the, um, this is the manager, driving into the training ground at Spring Road, and it was right by the side of the canal, a very, very long, steep bank into the canal, and he lost control of his car <laughs> in the icy conditions, and he plummeted down into the canal and was kind of trapped in his car. Mm. So the players, there must have been a moment when they thought, mm, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they went down, they went racing down, and the goalkeeper dragged him out of the car and carried him up the bank. And when really? he got when he got to the bank, he was really out of breath. The goalkeeper, so Jimmy Hagen fined him for not being fitter. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like an authoritarian. He was. I really like him. I, I the am, goalkeeper. I, saved his life. I accidentally uh, bought a pair of. Uh, I had no idea. I, I bought a pair of snowboarding trousers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know. I know they just look like a pair of baggy, no. baggy grey trousers. They... <laughs> I worry that your standards you... are slipping. Hang on, out. I, I, I need to know. I need to get forensic on these trousers. Did they have elasticated waist? Um, they had. Um, they had some elastication, but also some like fast. They were grey. They weren't like that shiny, um, you know, skiing material. They were like grey cloth. Lots of zips. A lot of outer zips. Useful. And like a, a, a fastening thing. What at, were your hems at, at like? The ankle. Were they? Oh, they were fastened at the ankle. Well, they had like a tight. You could tighten them. You know. Were they bondage trousers? I thought, well, if I go ratting, I'll be glad. <laughs> yeah. I'll be glad of that. <laughs> but it, I, had, I had ages. I had them before somebody said to me, "Do you snowboard?" I said, <laughs> "Obvious. Why? Why would you say that?" And they said, "Well, those are those are snowboarding trousers." Would you? Oh. Can I ask? Retrack suits. Mm. Would both of you wear the full on? 
Or would you go for the, um, just the top half with the tracksuit top? I couldn't. I mean, I would wear it if I was doing sport and under no other circumstances. Really? When I see people knocking around the streets in, like, jogging things who don't jog. Would you not wear that? I just don't think that's... I'm actually in the market for a full-on tracksuit. I'd like top and bottoms. I've, I've not got any of that. I've got separates. Yeah, but would you wear them socially, is what we're saying? Um... No, you wouldn't. I'd wear the top. Well, Daisy's wearing a fencing top. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which on my day, she has accused me of getting makeup on this morning. The row yes, got quite goodness. bad when you went out of the room oh, just now. Did it? I don't like the air. She said, "I'm sure you did. It was you that got the makeup on the top." I'm sure you can parry that accusation. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Guess where we haven't um, been this morning. Um, Cologne. <laughs> well, no, I haven't been there this morning. Is Zurich. Do you mean the corner? Yeah. Okay, let's see. If, here we go. We don't go there as often as we used to. So maybe we should rethink that. Yeah, definitely. I like I like an email corner sojourn. Mm-hmm. We've had an email. I'm going to begin with an email from Maddie. Okay. Who says, Dear Frank, Emily and the Cockrell, I wanted to get your opinion on a news story you may have seen. It's regarding a woman who was given a free meal for two by a car dealership after her car, a convertible, does this make her a terrible person? No, women are allowed, just not men. <laughs> was hit at the dealership's forecourt. Do you think she took advantage of the offer? I think Frank and Lecoq Sportif will definitely think she is in the right. Love the show. It's, oh, sorry, praise. So, do you know about this story, Frank? She parked her, her car at uh, an Audi Watford, dealership to be specific. Watford mm-hmm. and then uh, someone drove into it is that right yeah so they said they damaged, soz yeah. go and have a meal on us nice i think they were thinking nice nando's probably <laughs> she went to a very expensive french restaurant and ran up a 714 pound bill four glasses of champagne Ooh. 72 pounds why not just buy the bottle good point two bottles of wine at 69 pounds each does it someone else is paying Good point. Six cocktails totaling £86. And a slow gin at £10. A lot of liquids. Mm. Well, um, they didn't didn't place an upper limit on this meal for two. That was her defence, I think. Mm. Well, they they accused her of greed. I can see why they might accuse her of greed. (laughs) She said, I had a great time. I can also believe that. And the great thing is, is that if I was having that great time, there'd be part of me thinking, oh, God, we're pushing this a bit. But this is because mm. I, I don't drink. I imagine three oh. cocktails and you're thinking, who cares about them? <laughs> hey, who cares? <laughs> Audi. Mm. I admire it, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do this because well, all the way through that no. meal, I'd have been thinking, what if they say no? Oh, no. say no to oh, pay no, yeah. oh, I'd never worry about that. Really? Yeah. I'd be, I'd be spend, 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 Frank. Should she have something written that said that they'd pay a meal for two? Well, here is the problem. They didn't put an upper limit. If you're not going to put a limit, then you can't complain. Well, they trusted her. They trusted her to be decent Well, don't it. trust us. Well. Um... I, I'm surprised they didn't just pay... Because they've made a big fuss. It's in the papers. Mm-hmm. And now everyone knows it's not very safe to park your car at Audi Watford. <laughs> <laughs> True. Mm. So they've, you know, they've shot themselves in the foot. Mm. I have to say, I once p- went on the free sunglasses thing. Though, do you remember that? Oh, you and Jeff Brazier. Do someone, you remember? Yeah, someone wrote to me and said, uh, "Do you want some free sunglasses?" And I, I went in. 
it, it was a low point in your life. I know, but I, you know, it was it was a sunny day. <laughs> I went in and I met Jeff Brazier on the way out. How many did he have? Nine. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> nine pairs, and I thought, what an opportunist. Oh. I thought, but I wouldn't nine have to pairs. Sleep. I thought you meant nine eyes. So no, nine good. pairs. And How I, many did I, you take? I thought, you know, I, I don't want to be, um, I don't want him leaving me in the shade. <laughs> Very good. So, um, I thought, I don't want to have less than Jeff Brazier. That wouldn't seem right. No. You know, it, it, free, gloss, free sunglasses is essentially a meritocracy. So I got 17 pairs. You never. I did. You he did. He honestly still did. Still wearing them now. Yes. 17 pairs of sunglasses. Plus, I love plus, still wearing them now, oh, plus, yes. Plus two for my personal assistant. Hang on, that's 19 pairs. That's amazing. Oh, no, that was, I was... That's why he wears all those 1970s Peters and Lee shades, because <laughs> he hasn't updated them. No, no, but... Wowee. I don't think shades ever, ever got any better than, um, free. <laughs> so I was sticking with them. Oh yeah, but so, so I suppose I went a bit um, eight cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> but they couldn't. They were they were really pleased because they they saw that me wearing them would be a great advert for those shades. <laughs> Since then, sales have gone through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah, massively. <laughs> they're, apparently, they're very popular now amongst the snowboarding community. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, I have another email here that I'd like to bring to your attention. Are we still in the corner? Is that where oh, we're we're still in the corner? Yeah. Um, uh, well, let me uh, dazzle you with this one from Liz on the subject of mnemonics. How did we get onto the subject of mnemonics? We've been on mnemonics, haven't we? Yeah. Um, because some I couldn't remember oh, the wives, the wives oh, yes. of Henry VIII, and then That's you remembered right. it. And, and somebody what was, what said was me, it? I can't it even was, remember. Um, now, Frank. It's terrible. Good. Good boy, kind. Yeah, it was that. Uh, on the subject all of boys. mnemonics. All boys. Yes. Every good boy deserves favour. No. <laughs> that's a mnemonic, though. Yes, I know. What's that for? Every good that's boy. for the. That's for music. That's for the music notes on yeah. each line. Oh, right. And then for yes. the ones in between his face, for the gaps. Oh, okay. Check your notation. I shall do. Anyway. My science teacher from 30 years ago used to make us remember the planets in order from the sun, thus, many volcanoes erupt mouldy jam sandwiches, usually not plum. It has stayed with me all this time despite making no sense whatsoever. Perhaps this generation of school kids can use it too. Oh. Pass that on. Many jam... Many volcanoes but The erupt. trouble is with that is they're supposed to be easily memorable to make something that's hard to remember yeah. easier, but that's... It'd be easy to memorise the planets. All boys must come home, please. Yes, that, that was that's the six wives of Henry. No, no, that's a nineteen eighty four style announcement. I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> like War of the Worlds. Um, I the the problem with the planets is you got Mars and Mercury. Right. Oh you yeah. Don't want, if you, in a oh, mnemonic, yeah, you don't okay. really want two things with the same initial. That was bad naming that on the part, part to the early astronomers. Yeah. That's true. I agree. I agree. Um, but, you so know. which is which, though? Many volcanoes erupt mouldy jam sandwiches. Which is Mars and which is Mercury? Because it doesn't I don't give know. us a clue. That's it, you see. It doesn't tell us. I don't know the answer to that. Lots of people well, listening will know. I mean, M-H, volcanoes, M-H volcanoes should be Mars, Venus, really. Surely. The truth is, the planet. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. M-A might be Mars. It could be, but mm-hmm. the planets, they're pretty much the same anyway. There's not much between them, appearance-wise. Saturn, mm-hmm. obviously. But if you was to go to What's a... What's your favourite planet, Frank? 
No, but let's put this. Maybe if a planet was involved in a crime and you went to an identity parade, other than Saturn, you oh, wouldn't yeah. have a clue. You That's wouldn't a have a clue point. from looking. You'd recognise Earth, point. obviously, but that... F- yeah. I mean, you think Red Planet, but would you be sure there's only one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Mm, yeah, That's... I don't... I'm not... I'm surprised they don't take part in more petty crime. They're interchangeable, really. David Gandhi gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I've picked up just lately. FOMO. Pardon? FOMO. Oh, oh, fear of missing out? Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's oh. a really good one, FOMO I think. FOMO is good. Because you see a lot of stuff on that internet, um, you know, words and, and text language, and I think, well, it doesn't really add anything. But fear of missing out is quite a good thing to be able to... Um, yes. I wish I'd have had that when I was a teenager. FOMO? Yeah, because fear of missing out's a big thing when you're a teenager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, with girls. And you, though. I'll go, I, I'd say I was a FOMO oh, sexual. <laughs> podcast from absolute radio want your frank fix a little sooner listen live every saturday from 8 a.m on absolute radio across the uk on digital radio mobile apps and in london and the southeast on 105.8 fm absolute radio oh we've had uh, we've had enough texts in about um, enough text. The planets <laughs> and their distance, people mm. using their id memoirs. Yes. Um, one of them that isn't that, that I thought might be, was uh, we've had a text from 516 that just says salopets. Oh, and yeah. I think that's in reference to your skiing trousers. Yeah. Oh, but at okay. first I was looking at it going, S-A-L-L. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's yeah. just about your skiing trousers. Thanks for the word there. Mm. Um, and also uh, we've got the planets thing is... My very easy method just speeds up naming planets. The other one is ridiculous. I remember this from school also. Yes. That's from 7 Can I just say you're still I remember different... this from school also. No, I don't think that's <laughs> No, it. that's not one, Frank. You can't think everything <laughs> in your life is in your mind. I can't even talk no, to you well, now. What, what, is that be- what does that mean? That doesn't mean that's anything. He's just saying, saying that. that they remember you remember it. School. No, no they're saying he's they just talking normally. If school. I say let's go to brunch now, that's not a mnemonic. It's not everything. It's not. No, but why are they saying also if it's their work? Let's go to brunch. Just him use also. Brian Clough is the only person I knew who ended a sentence also. <laughs> and I, Brian Clark, he is an excellent midfield player also. He used to end off, also would be one of his kind Can I things. suggest that Linda Mockett is infinitely preferable because she distinguishes between the MA of Mars and the ME of Mercury. That's what I need. Wow. Men very easily make jugs serve useful needs and purposes. It doesn't make sense. Men very no. easily make, <laughs> make jugs serve, serve useful, useful needs, needs and purposes. purposes. Doesn't. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it's more helpful. So, it, so men, it's Mercury goes first. Then. I would imagine. so. Yeah. You know what's surprising to me is how many people thought that it was necessary to know the order of the planets from. <laughs> this, I mean, it's like, what? what where it's are their bus useful, passes taking them? These people. What, how, how is this actually helpful in life? I say that. What about Sarah Brightman? Oh, she stepped down now. Yeah, That's she's true. not going, Brightman. No. All that talk about going into space. <laughs> mm. She's been left with egg on her face. <laughs> I think she has. A... <laughs> she looks like she might have egg on her face, actually. <laughs> Just a clear albumen, but yeah, there's something. It's a big decision to make, Frank, going into space. Yes, isn't it? it's a big decision she made about six <laughs> months ago. And now she, isn't, she said like, they use the old family reasons. Oh, is it? Is I said to my family, actually, I'm too frightened to go. <laughs> The good Lord spares us, and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner 
Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.